Welcome to the Creator Spotlight, the interview portion of the Spotlight. I am Stephen Jensen, as always, with Jeremy Lambert, and we have joining us once again. How many times is this? I think four times four. now. Four. Four, yeah. four we times. got Jumpin' Johnny Mosley, aka Mose, aka John Mosley. Um, he is the promoter behind K KOBK Killer Be Killed. Uh, they just had sold out too. We're going to talk about that. Also been doing a lot of commentating, uh, doing a lot of stuff in the world of independent wrestling, and a guy that is a friend of mine, uh, IRL from Nashville. My days living there, so always good to have Mose on the show. How you doing, man? Good, man. I I was telling Jeremy, literally just got in. Uh, we we stayed an extra day in Bama. Like got home just in time to talk to you, cats. Uh, tired, but man, it, it was a it was a really really good weekend. Um, yeah, sold out too. Went really well. Uh, just been good times, man. It's been a good start to the year. Hell yeah, man. I mean, speaking of, I mean, I don't even know where to start because you have just really in just last few weeks, we've had KOBK sold out to um, big action wrestling show where Adam Priest regained the action wrestling championship um, from yeah, Anthony man. Henry. Um, we had you on the call for multiple matches at these GCW shows that were crossover events with new South. And I know you have history in that company. So like, right. just, I mean, I don't even know where to start on this thing. Jeremy, I guess I'll, I'll let you start off with kind of what's on top of your mind. Cause I've, you know, I can really go anywhere as far as all that stuff I just mentioned. So I want to talk a little bit about the, the sold out two show. Uh, Mose and I were talking off air and I told him like, like I checked it out, watched it today. And first off, I love the venue, the, the Cobra venue. It is just yeah. a bar and it, it, it's basically bar fights, but in a yeah. wrestling manner, it's not just throwing punches and everything. They're, they're fighting outside at some points. There's like a, a karaoke stage that they're fighting off of. It is like, it is fantastic. And I was telling you, like, it's very much up my alley of it's not over the top deathmatch stuff which sometimes can like turn me off and everything and matches are a nice condensed it's like 10 minute matches the show was like over in an hour and a half i was like oh this is so digestible i need more of this in wrestling you could do it in a ring everybody but like i need more of this in wrestling just like hour and a half two hour wrestling shows every match is i like 12 to 18 this was less all less than 10 like it was such a digestible show, and I just want to say thank you for that. Uh, but my my question was how how did like uh, getting the Cobra come come together? Because you'd run the sold out show before, and that was at uh, TWE. That was when you had the mishap with the ring. This time it was a planned. Okay, we're gonna do no ring, and we're gonna do it at the Cobra. Yeah, uh, everyone loved that first show um, so much, like that. I was nervous to run a show with a ring. Um, I mean, literally fans messaging me, telling me like every show needs to be that way. And like, I can't do that. You know, I, I love that style. I still love all styles of wrestling, but like, you know, I, I, I want to ring, like I want to ring most of the time. Fuck. I don't, you know, I don't, I, I didn't know what to tell them. I just said like, we're going to do it again. That was always the plan. We we're going to do it in December because our, our first show is December 18th, uh, 2021. We wanted to do the one-year anniversary, but as everyone that watches IWTV or anywhere knows, the, the TWE arena is hard to book these days. That thing mm -hmm. is stacked up with multiple promotions. Um, so we couldn't do it in December. Uh, had to push it to January. And the Cobra came together mainly because of Hardway Heater. I have to give Hardway Heater all the credit on that. Like The idea of us running in Nashville felt like a years down the road kind of thing, just because, like Jensen said, man, like, to me, like Nashville is such an important part of like my 
love of wrestling, independent wrestling, because I fell back in love with wrestling in Nashville at Southern Underground Pro at a bar, uh, having a few drinks. Um, so it was a down the road goal, but we lucked out. Uh, heaters really tight with a couple people at the Cobra. They, they were very open to us kind of doing whatever we wanted. Like, I, I think the only rules we had were uh, there was stuff on the walls that were like kind of artsy, like, don't, you know, don't mess that up and don't, uh, don't go through our stage. So we had a, you know, only three people were allowed to bump on that stage and they were Billy Starks, uh, Sean Campbell and Adam Priest. Anyone else was told don't do it. <laughs> um, it, it was really easy. Like I have to shout the Cobra. Like, I really do. They've made it so easy on us. The, the, the only, it wasn't even a hurdle, but the the only kind of like, uh-oh moment was the guy running sound for us had no idea. He, he had no idea. He just thought it was a show. Like, he assumed band. So, he gets there, and it's us, you know, setting doors over here and got tacks. Like, and he comes up to me, and he just says, you know, he had a couple, like, on the stage, he it progressively got more. It went from, like, do I need to move this? And I'm going, ah, do you like it? Is it important to you? Then you should move it. Cause I can tell these people to do, to not do this, but one of them might do it. Like that's just how wrestlers are. You, you tell them, no, someone's going to say, I'm going to do that. So we eventually got the carpet. He asked me the funniest thing was he goes, are there going to be any fluids? And I kind of was like, well, blood, like there will be blood. And he goes, will it be spit anywhere? And I'm like, I don't think so, man. But, like, I don't carry off as a psycho. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and he said, should I move these carpets? Like, they had, like, cool little carpets down on the stage. And I was like, yeah, you should. I, I got help. We can help you do it. But we he, he it, it, we had a couple of naysayers for that first little bit. I, you know, a couple, like, oh, these wrestlers, wrestling crap. And then by, like, the third match, man, people were into it. Uh, the, the same sound guy after the show was like, man, I wish I could have hung out more. Uh, so I got to thank the Cobra big time. They 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 let us do whatever we want. Um, glass was cool, obviously. Like, blood was – they were – I mean, I was expecting to have a list of we can't do this, and they were cool with everything. They wanted us to run a longer show. A longer show, I told, uh, I told Jeremy that – you know, the guy thought every wrestling, every wrestling show went three hours. He was like, we'll be here three, three and a half hours, right? And we're like, no, 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 no. So uh, that went really well, and they want us back, and we're going to go back. Uh, we'll be back there probably before summer. Um, we've got our tournament coming up, as we talked about. I'd like to do that all in a ring, but if we have to do some no ring tournament matches, we may. Uh just got a lot of a lot of fire, uh, got a, a lot of stuff going on right now in the KOBK uh, Fed world. So, and good things, thankfully. So, uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, one more time for the Cobra. Like, I I can't thank them enough for letting us just run wild for a couple hours. Dude, yeah, I mean, the show came off great. I watched. Uh, I actually watched it through twice. Uh, thank you. One, yeah, once. Uh, I actually watched, so I, I recently, shout out to, I, I'm so late on this, but I recently got a Roku and it's made it so much easier yeah. for me to watch IWTV and Fight Plus, like just Same. clicking just with that one remote. It's so simple. So I used to do, you know, the, the HDMI to my computer and all that stuff just to, you know, get my screen on there and stuff. Um, but anyway, um, I, uh, I, so anyway, I watched, I watched the, the show all the way through. 
Um, and then I watched it a second time actually while I was working today, had it on like in the background while I was, uh, while I was getting some work done. And, uh, it was funny cause like the way that the show started off, obviously it was like really sentimental. And I want to talk to you about that here in a second, but dude, like Adam priest coming out there <laughs> and within seconds, someone yells out, Adam priest sucks ass. And Adam Priest, with a microphone in his hand, immediately responds without hesitation, your mom sucks ass. And I lost it. Because he said it with such... He like said it with his chest, you know, like, it was just, like, like dead serious. And just like, oh, that was so funny. Um, but, uh, I mean, Adam Priest, what, what a year that guy has had. Um, right. It was great to, to see him on that. He sees this everywhere right now. Um, yeah. And that all kind of ties together with kind of what I wanted to ask you about to start star off the KOBK two show you have you know your crew up there up on the stage with you um uh Brett Eisen is basically about to cut a promo about you know thank like thanking the fans for you know being there at the show and supporting KOBK and Priest cuts them off um and Brett and Priest have a match right there on the spot I had no idea that Brett was going to be wrestling because he, he just doesn't really wrestle that often anymore so that was really cool to see him uh, make, you know, kind of like a rare appearance right now. Mm -hmm. uh, have that match with Priest at a show that obviously, for people who don't know, Brett's essentially, you know, the leader of KOBK, the guy who kind of started yeah. the whole the whole group, right? So like, um, and a guy that I, I feel a lot of the same way about as you, as far as like, when I got really into Southern Underground Pro when that, when that promotion started, I was like one foot in, one foot out too, because so much of the wrestling I like just wasn't available anymore. And stuff like NXT was like really keeping me in it. But, you know, I was looking for something different. And Brett being a big part of that company, and in my yep. opinion, the most uh, important champion they've ever had, like his title run, I think, was like the most important run that they've had. So it, it, it was really, it's just always cool to see that guy out there doing his thing. And I know he means a lot to you and everything that y'all do with KOBK. So I guess what was it like to, to be able to get him? Uh, to wrestle on this show, uh, your relationship with him, uh, KOBK in general, and putting that match with Priest together, like all that, if you can kind of speak on all that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, more than happy to always talk about Brett Eisen. Yeah, we, KOBK formed around him. Like, he is the core of it. Um, it was me and him in a car. Uh, proud to say, I guess, you you know, we, we, uh, we love Sons of Anarchy, so we always kind of like talk to ourselves and kind of that lingo, and it's like, you know, the, we're the first two. We're the first two. Um, something I'm very proud of. Something that literally, you know, to see it come from an idea we had in a car on the way to New Jersey to now we've ran, you know, four shows. And you're seeing Hardway Heater everywhere. You're seeing, you know, Sean Campbell pop up more and more. Obviously, Akira signed to MLW now. Like, it's really crazy in a way. Like, it's it's hard to put into words. Um because it does, it's something that is, is so genuine, so organic, you know, we're not put together by promoter, uh, you know, we don't just see each other on shows, like I talk to those guys every single day, um, so it, it was something that, it, I, I'm not going to say Brett, obviously he missed, had to miss our third show, so I don't think Brett, you know, I'm not going to say he'll be on every show, just because his, his body is beat up, you know, he's, He's been in this business off and on since he was like, I want to say like 16, 17, he's 34. So like half his life, you know, he took some time off to go uh, to go do music. He doesn't claim all those years, but, you know, he's been around it for that long. And even in music, right, you know, you're touring and just he's beat his body up so bad his whole life. But 
that match honestly came together, and this is uh, this uh, I'm not gonna you know BS you guys. It at the Cobra, we were at the Cobra, maybe two weeks before the show, maybe like I mean literally like maybe even ten days, like less than two weeks, and we were going over everything and what we thought, and it, it, I had Priest booked, and I didn't have like I was like I have I don't have an opponent for him. Like my original plan was I was have Priest come out, and we would do something with it. I'd figure it out later. And Brett just flat out said, do you want me to, like, do you want me to do something with him? And I'm like, absolutely, please. Like, what do I got to, you know, absolutely. So that all came together at the Cobra so quick. I messaged Priest that night and he didn't believe me. He said, uh, what did he say? I messaged him and said, hey, man, you know, what if, what if you have a match with Brett? And he's like, are you messing with me? I said, no. Brett Ison, yes. You messing with me? No, no, no. He, he, he wants in. So it, it was really easy, man. It was, and it was something that meant a lot. I think I always wanted, Brett was always going to be there. I always wanted him to say something, but like you're, you know, you mentioned to open that show with Brett, who means so much to Nashville wrestling, to Tennessee wrestling. And in my opinion, someone that the South as a whole may not ever appreciate as much as they should, because the history of AC Mac, we know how much AC Mac means to independent wrestling. We know that. You cannot talk about AC Mac without Brett Eisen. You can't. Like Brett Eisen helped make him a killer, straight up. You know, and, and that's something that the winner is always going to get. You know, the the love and admiration. But I, I can't. It, it, those matches evolved AC Mac into. He was always a great talent, but it was something different. He could go in there with the baddest of the bad and not just hold his own, but come out on top. So. Uh, I think, again, Brett Eisen's a name that should mean more in the South. I know he does mean something, but uh, he's just so important. So having him open the show, having that match, like you said, Priest is one of the best on the planet right now. He just beat Tony Deppin a couple nights yep. ago, right? Like that, I mean, Clean with that DDT. Yes, yes. I mean, I was, I, I was shocked. I, I, he hit that DDT, and I immediately was like, well, Deppin will, you know, Deppin will kick, kick out of it. I, I – I was so proud of him. That was such a great match. Um, so to have them open, that was really, uh, it was something that's special to me because those are like, you know, Brett, like you said, Brett's my brother. Uh, Adam is one of my best friends that I made, made and met through wrestling these last couple of years. I mean, I talked to him probably once a week, sometimes more just kind of, you know, BSing around. So that was really cool. I mean, it really was that whole show was, was really easy um, because of the talent. I think, it's always important to book. You just want to book good talent. I know it sounds stupid, but you both watch enough wrestling. You know, uh, not every promoter listens to that rule. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. Every show's you no know, different, but book good talent. And I, I listen, I, I let them go. Like I, I told them, do what you want. You know, don't, don't, don't do anything dumb on the stage unless you're those three people was my main rule. Like, and, and they, man, they crushed it. The carry awful Derek Neal match was, I've heard so many people talk about like, you know, how brutal that match was. Uh, Sawyer and Billy was kind of the same way. I I think I booked that match like nine, you know, eight days, like a week before it just kind of happened. Um, and they ran that back you, on GCW like a couple yeah, of days later. Yeah. I literally talked to Sawyer about that and she goes, we, they were on the way, I think to the bar and they got the message like, yo, here's the graphic. And they were like, okay. And uh, that was, and I got to call that match. So I got to be on the call 
for both those matches, uh, like a week, like a week apart to the day, I think. Yeah, Saturday to Saturday, maybe. So uh, it was really cool, man. That that whole show is something I'm really proud of. I'm really, I'm, I'm proud of everything. But those last two shows, like I think Die Young is maybe the best wrestling show for sure we've put on. Like you know, just wrestling. Um, but then this last show, maybe our best show, period, because, again, I'm proud of that time. One hour, 16 minutes. One hour, 16 minutes. Start to finish on IWTV. Uh, we're still telling stories that SOB Nick Iggy showed up. Uh, we've yeah. got some stuff coming up with him. Obviously, him and Hoodfoot will be wrestling in our first round. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of that. Really thankful for Brett because, man, at the end of the day, like, Brett's the reason I'm anything in this business. He was – I met him at the – First, no, I had that back. I didn't meet him. The first show I went to out of college to work at, I, I edited and did commentary and film. I mean, I did everything. The first time, the first week I was there, I didn't talk to him. He scared me. I just said hi. And but the the next week, we hit it off talking about MMA. And because of him, like I've gotten in other doors and I've gotten to be around and learn all this stuff, man. Like I've only been around wrestling since 2017 but I feel like I've gotten so much knowledge because of him, because of Carrie. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I, – I'm very honored that my whole story or whatever in wrestling will always be linked to Brett. No, one more person that before uh, – and Jeremy, I'll let you get the next question, and I, I had to piggyback off of this because someone, <clears throat> someone that I think about when I think about Brett Ison, I feel like is synonymous with that, that person for a lot of reasons is Righteous Jesse – Yep. And Righteous Jesse was a part of the show doing some commentary, uh, doing some ring announcing. So I want to give him a shout out. Um, yeah. You know, Righteous Jesse, guy that means a lot. I mean, without him, there's no Southern Underground Pro. Without Southern Underground Pro, there's no rise of Brett Ison like we're talking about. Without nope. that, there's no you and him meeting. There's no KOBK. Like, I just, you know, I, so, um, and also, I'll, I'll say this as well. Um, and I wish it never ended. Shout out! People need to go back. You go back in the way back machine, and you're you know, and find these these podcasts. I'm sure they're still available on like iTunes or wherever. Kick out a two podcast with Righteous Jesse, yes. the Wilt Man, was the best independent wrestling podcast ever. And uh, I I think people should go listen to that if they missed it. It was like a moment in time where I I, I wish those guys were still doing that. So I want to give a shout out to to Jesse because he's a guy we don't really talk about too much. Um, because he's he's really stepped away. I know he does danger zone. Shout out danger yes. zone video. Danger zone video. I'll, yes. give you, I'll give you a plug for danger zone video right here on Fightful. So uh yeah, what what was it like uh to have him as a part of the show too? Yeah, it felt right. It felt it, it just felt right. I mean, I can't think of a better word. Uh that that was another thing that I talked to him about that the the night before. Like he he told me he was gonna come hang out. Um and so the night before we went. Uh, I hadn't hadn't been able to check out Danger Zone yet, so I went and I bought a movie. I bought Highlander, the Mondo Steel book. He gave me a good deal, uh, and I just you know, hey, you're gonna come hang out. Would you feel like doing anything? Of course, I would. You know, whatever you need. Um, so yeah, he ring announced for Hardway Heater and uh, and Hoodfoot and and Jesse and Heater are super close. Like they're like, you know, they're like tight as it gets. Uh, so I know that meant a lot to Jesse. And then he called. A couple matches with me, um, which that meant a lot to me. I think me and Jesse as a commentary team are really good. I agree. Uh, yeah. Right. We 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 know each other well. We play off each other well. We don't have an ego with each other. 
I would love to call more matches with him. I know he really just kind of uh, he kind of just does ETU, um, which which that's a fire show, and I'm happy he has that. I know a goal for him for Jesse was always to you know get a you know be flown in for a show, and now he's gets flown in all the time. So uh, expect yeah, the unexpected, ha- by the way, for people. Want to yeah, sorry, that. yeah, yeah. Expect the unexpected on IWTV. Definitely check them out. Uh, great, great company. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was. It, it felt. I, I just, in hindsight, I don't think it would have, it, it wouldn't have been as special without Brett and Jesse both. And, and, you know, me and Jesse had a really cool moment after the show. Cause like you, man, like, you know, when I think of wrestling, even now, all the crazy stuff I've seen, I still think of Rice Jesse streaming in a mic, Brett Eisen coming out to either Hail Mary or Suicide Boys and, you know, that's wrestling to me, that fight, you know, they had uh, Aki Ricky Harper's stuff was just the nastiest, grossest, like dog collar matches that the dog collars off, what, 20 seconds in and they still like meet those expectations. So, yeah, it, it, it was it was really kind of crazy looking back on it, how it all fell that way. But uh, but yeah, there's nothing. And that's where stuff started, right, was the Cobra. So yeah. just a lot of a lot of stuff kind of came together that night. And it's something that's like. It, even now, we you know we've hit each other up and been like that happened. That was cool. We were able to do it, um, and now everyone hopefully enjoys it on the IWTV. Uh, you mentioned Sons of Anarchy, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask: Are you and Brett ja- Jackson Opie? Is that a good comparison? Uh, that is a it's a great question. I that's a show where like we've talked about it so much of like who's who and. <laughs> Like, I think what's funny is, like, Jesse and Brett are more kind of Jackson Opie, like, because they've okay. known each other. Yeah, they've known each other since they were, like, man, I don't even, like, 12. Yeah, they're, like, like, they were, like, backyard wrestlers together. Yeah. Kids. yeah. I mean, yeah, they trained together. Yeah. Like, they've known each other their whole lives. So, uh, I, I definitely I definitely see that. For, it, we're more uh, TMNT is our thing, like. I'm Raphael. Uh, he's Leonardo. He's okay. We used to there both. We, we both. We both were Raphael growing up. The bread is way more calm and collected. People won't believe that, but I'm of everybody in KOBK. I'm the hothead most of the time. Uh, so yeah, it, it, I'm Raphael. He's Leonardo. But we do like we talk Sons of Anarchy, bro. That's a show we talk about all the time. Like that's our thing, man. Is we clustered. We clicked over MMA, but it's like we pop culture movies. I mean. You know, me and Brett talk every day, but I would say six days a week, it's more about like, oh, if you, if you watch A Man Apart in a while, because it's awesome. Oh, yeah, I love that. Like, that's, it's very just like bro, uh, bro talk. But yeah, yeah, we, we're big. So he's, he, Brett Eisen, he's had a hot take. He says Mayans might be better than SOA, uh, which he got me on Mayans and it rules. So we'll see if it ends well. It's kind of like Better Call Saul, the kind of thing like, Man, right. what came second may end up being better, uh, you know, on the whole. I couldn't get into to Mayans. And maybe I probably didn't give it a fair shot because yeah, 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 yeah. different period of, of my life. Yep. And now I just have less time to, to watch stuff. I really enjoyed Sons of Anarchy, though. That That's a great show oh. for anybody who has not checked it out. Um, but Mayans is something Mayans. that, like, I watched the first few episodes and I'm like, eh, not really for me right now. So maybe I'll have to jump back into that. I did too. I quit it. And he was like, bro, you, you gotta go, you know, you gotta go back. Cause it's one of those, if you can get kind of those first few episodes and then like get through the first season, which I know it's people hate hearing that, but like second season on, man, it is, it is top notch. No joke. All right. I, I will, I'll give it a shot. I got like 1800 things to watch on. on <laughs> yeah. My, no, my watch list. 
I'm trying to watch uh, like three things on Hulu, and right now I'm like, you know what? I'll just watch True Detective again. <laughs> <laughs> the Bear. If you're on Hulu, oh man, The Bear. Yeah, that's a show right there. Uh, okay. All right, I got. I got to ask this, Dave Prezak. Please. He, he oh, did yeah. a home salt. Oh yeah, he did. You were on the he call. Did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did I a home salt. Like, what? What is happening in this moment? Why is this man doing this? Dude, this is right after referee Jesse Fields out of nowhere stops yep. uh, Cole Radrick from doing a dive and does his own tope suicida to the outside. I mean, that was that dude. That that um the New South versus GCW uh like team versus team match ruled ruled like that that was something man like seeing those what i feel like 30 people it was a six on six i think so 12 yeah those 12 people man that was a nuts match and it was it was uh you know he had told me earlier in the day dave was like it's been 20 years since i've done a moonsault and i'm like <laughs> I, I that was all he said so i'm just like like it's kind of that's a weird fact i know about you now dave <laughs> and then sure enough as it's happening i'm just like oh my god this is this is happening right now and like yeah i'm right here and and then the he's the goat bro he does a moonsault and he's back in time to call the instant replay <laughs> on his moonsault i just like dave dave you gotta you gotta say something and all he said was like it was better 20 years ago uh <laughs> yeah it was tight man like that's gcw is the coolest like it is it's the coolest place i mean i, I love getting to do what i do but I just been around Dave Prazak and like drinking, drink, you know, had a couple beers with Dave Prazak. And like, I look over there and you've got Jordan Oliver, who's, you know, one of like one of my favorite wrestlers and been lucky enough to get to know him and like get to chit chat with him. And then it, it's just like, it's such a great atmosphere. Like every, not every locker room I've been around has the same want and love for one another, like GCW does. So uh, anytime I get to be in that locker room, it's super dope. Um, yeah, I get to chit chat and hang out with Dave. I, gotta, I, I think Dave Prezak likes me, and it's like, <laughs> it's so weird because you know, obviously the you know, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. With with everything that's gone on in the last couple of weeks, I've watched a lot of old, you know, Briscoe matches, and Dave's on the call, and it's just like, like I know him, like I talk to him, and and we talk about dumb, dumb wrestling stuff. But yeah, he he busted out. A sick moonsault from the second. Uh, shout out that crew, like you were saying, Jensen. Shout out the New South crew. Like, those guys tore it down. They really, really, absolutely tore it down. Um, I, I couldn't be more proud of, of the New South locker room after that weekend as a whole, man. They, they you know, that's a big stage, and you whiff on it. Everyone's going to know, and, and they did, and they, they did a, a great job. Yeah, and, and you know, a lot of uh, like a lot of talent that we're obviously really familiar with, and talent that you, I mean, full disclosure, Mose was a longtime commentator for New South, so he's yeah, oh yeah, super familiar with the people in this company we're talking about. But so they're people we're super familiar with. But uh, in my opinion, a lot of names uh, and talents that are really under the radar in the grand scheme of things, and um, so it was really cool seeing guys like Cabana Man Dan and you know Hunter Drake. And, um, I mean, so many Kenzie page, even to a degree, I know she, you know, yeah. she has had exposure, but like, it's cool. Like her versus Billy Starks, I thought was real. I thought Billy won the damn thing. I was like, yeah, I y'all yeah. really got me. Um, but, uh, Kenzie, Kenzie page isn't a good example it's under the radar, but as far as like, I thought it felt really, really good in the show. And I liked, I liked the, the match with her and Billy. Um, but man, it was, it was cool with Tyler Frank's. Like I remember Tyler Chris Franks Bro. and and Hunter and Hunter drank when they were a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, 
uh, Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. Yeah, yep. I mean, like, yep. so it's uh, it, it's it's just wild. Donnie Primetime being Donnie Primetime again. Like, Prime it's uh, back. the Hook of the Carnies reunited. You know, yep. like, yep. I mean, so it was uh, it was Infrared, a really bro. Oh yeah, of Infrared, course, of course. Talladega Nights, Logan James, bro. Dude, uh, and that's something, dude. Mito, Stremo, and Seaflow pay. The two of them. I didn't realize even until like myself until recently how good they are in the ring yeah. because they do they do death matches so often that like I see them do a lot of the same type of stuff which isn't necessarily bad you know I I like their death matches as well but when I saw them recently against Infrared and against East West Express I was like oh damn like they can like really just go and in, in just tag team matches like you know and um so yeah they. But anyway, the, those shows were were a ton of fun. Um, it was really cool seeing uh, seeing the talent, um, as you mentioned. For uh, you know, finally getting. I, I feel like we we saw a lot of people getting a lot more love. Um, you mentioned yeah, Chris Cronk as well. Um, Kevin Ryan. Kevin Ryan, Tune. of course. Yeah, yeah. Man. Braden Tunes. Braden Tunes a real seeker of the South still. He's a, he's young. Uh, I think he's like 22, 23, but he's in wrestling since he was like fourteen. Uh, and and he shined, I thought, in that twelve man. So uh, he he's one I'd, I'd like to see get a shot. I mean, that whole crew, you know, that whole New yeah. South uh, team, put them in a GCW scramble somewhere else, man. Let them let them go. Yeah, yeah, I, for sure. Um, we're missing people too. Brandon Williams. Brandon, um, well, Brandon, I mean, Brandon. I feel bad for him. He got hurt Saturday night in that scramble. He was supposed to wrestle right. Depp, and yeah, we thought I we legit thought he broke his like foot. Like Saturday, like Saturday night. I was talking to him as they like were like putting this brace thing on. It looked, it was bad. Like I was nervous. Like this guy has a broken foot, but I think it's not as bad as we thought. He's going to be out just a little bit. I think they've even announced maybe uh, he's going to be in Haas maybe for New South this year. So he's 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 going to be able to to bounce back quicker. But yeah, Brandon Williams without a doubt one that I, I'm just it hurts my heart. Uh, he didn't get that Deppin match because as we know, you know Tony Deppin. He, he's the gatekeeper for GCW for sure, but he's a measuring stick for you as an independent wrestler as a whole. So um, hopefully Brandon gets that back. I know they announced they're going to be back in Bama in June. So fingers crossed on that. Yeah. Um, you know, also just, this came to mind also um, during the, the take a picture event because Cabana man, Dan wrestled Blake Christian. Then a couple yep. matches later, Marco stunt wrestled action, Mike Jackson. And I was like, reunite they might be giants maybe hopefully one day <laughs> maybe i want to see maybe. it i want to see it. it could happen i know uh i know they both would be down for it yeah there's that and then there was also a big callback you retweeted it but um we had the carnies versus bussy and we had a throwback <laughs> to the love versus love match a classic sub grabs match uh southern underground pro go and seek that out from years ago nick iggy versus um effie um, there were some callbacks to that match for some real oh, yeah. deep cuts for the sub crowd uh, that played out years later in this GCW show. And you were there on the call. So I was like, this is just because me and you were watching that match as fans yeah. together in yeah. Nashville. So, yeah, that was a cool, uh, you mentioned the new, like I worked for new South for over a year. Um, that's been over a year ago. Now it's wild to say, I think my last show for them was uh, maybe like August, September, 21. Um, but I did, I was there for, man, over a year. Uh, I love that locker room. 
So uh, to, to come back and, like you said, to to call some matches, you know, because I, I love Tyler and Logan. I mean, I just – I have so much love for, for those two as humans. Um, so to be on the call for that match, to be on the call for the Carnies, uh, Carrie Awful has been there, man, like my first uh, – outside of that little promotion in, in my hometown um, that I worked at Strata College, uh, the first thing I did wrestling, I, I ran camera for Carrie at those Crux Tuesday night Twitter fights. I did that a little bit, yeah, worked, worked my way up. I think the last or second to last one, I did commentary. So, like, it, it just it felt like a big weekend for me of, like, all this stuff kind of coming together. Um, and, then of course, being on uh, being on GCW, something I didn't think a year ago, I didn't think I'd ever be, you know, get that call, get the call up to – uh, two two game changers. So it, it was really cool, man. And it's something that like I got to share that with uh with a lot of people that mean uh mean something to me in real life, which makes it always so much sweeter. I, I want to ask about because I've gotten messages uh, about this when I'm okay. I'm trying to do my best to to promote the the indies as, as best I can on Fightful, do results and things like that. And Paul Cade, you're gonna be yes. on the, the call for Paul Kate and yep. like a bunch of people have messaged me of like promote this promote this uh it's in April like what can you yep. tell us about Paul Kate Paul Kate is a awesome show where all the profits go to I want to say I don't want to get the county wrong but it's the it's a it's an animal shelter up in um Indiana uh we all just come together it's uh it's Chad French he's the one that puts it on uh he 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 works for Paradigm. He, he you know he refs for them or not refs. Excuse me. He uh, he's like a judge, UWFI judge for them. He's he does commentary in the Midwest uh, and stuff too. So Chad puts this on. I believe this is the third or fourth arcade uh, that he's put on, and it, it's just something where so many people come together to a have fun, b uh, you know to make some money for these animals and, and c just kind of put on uh, put on something a little different. I know this show, we've got some crazy triple threats. Uh, I know Mance Warner is going to be there. Uh, I know, I think Chad might be in a death match. Like he, he may is. be He's himself. In, yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at the card. I think. I think they're billing it as an Albany street fight. Is what okay. they're they're calling it. Yeah, a new Albany street fight. Chad against uh, Daniel okay. Luck. Yeah, Big D. So we'll have that. Um, it, it's a really cool atmosphere. It happened. I, I want to say it's the same place. It's at these fairgrounds. So last year was my first, uh, my first pocket. It was when Heater was hurt. So me and Heater actually did commentary for it. Uh, and I show up and it is, man, like we're just in like a, like a horse stall. They put the ring right up there. Uh, it's a show unlike any other. And again, it goes to a great cause. Chad puts a lot of like a lot of himself into it. Uh, I'll be on the call with Nick Manawa. Um, it's going to be a really good time. I, I want to say they, they usually get it up pretty quick on IWTV. Um, I, I would say within a couple of weeks it'll be up. But, yeah, if any you know any chance anyone listening can uh, can make it up to Salem, Indiana, that it, but like on that date, um, be re- it'd be really cool. You're going to have a fun show. But, again, you're just you're helping out um, needy animals, which what do you, what's better than that? It's it's April 25th, by the way. If yes. I got my Roman numerals April 25th. correct. Because I'm I'm terrible with Roman numerals. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's April 10th or April 25th, geez, uh, in New Albany, Indiana. Uh, but yeah, they didn't make have... a Rocky 25, so I don't I don't know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, they 
uh, yeah, people have hit me up of like, Hey, can you, can you promote this? Can you promote this? And like, I'm, I'm happy yeah. to do it. But usually people are like, Hey, can you promote this? Like a week out type of thing. And this is all the way in April. And people are like, Hey, I really want to get I'm like, all right, cool. And I saw you were on the call for, it. I was like, all right, okay, let's, uh, let's talk about this. And I'm, I'm that, wrong. It's, I, I I'm t- it's April 15th. My, I was wrong. Okay. About Roman numerals. Okay. It's 20 April 15th. Everybody XV is 15 in Roman numerals. <laughs> Yeah, that's Chad. He's he's put a lot of work into it. He's tweeting about it every day. I know it's in honor of his father who passed last year. Um, so it, it means, like I said, it means so much to Chad, and, and that makes it mean so much more to us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, April fifteenth, X five, uh, whatever it is. Please come check out uh, our show and have fun with us. It seems like a great cause. I, I hope uh, everyone there has a good time, and I try to do more to to promote that. But yeah, it, it's. I wanted to ask about that. Um, All right. Go ahead, Jensen. Okay. Well, it was kind of off topic, but kind of back to GCW just a little bit, because, you know, I know you're having a lot of fun uh, doing those shows. And the last time I saw you in person was at GCW at Center Stage in Atlanta. Um, Do you have any any GCW stories that you want to tell us about? Just like, like, you know, IRL stories, like from, like, is the, the thing, the thing about these GCW shows that makes it so much fun for me, isn't just the wrestling. It's like, when you show up, it's like, everyone's talking to each other and they're trying to find out where everyone's at. And like, there's like, just like a yeah. lot going on. Like, so it's like, I show up and I start, you know, and even like, I've been on some of these at this point where like, I'm like, wrestlers are like, yo, where are you at? And I'm like, what? And they're like, yo, uh, parking deck or like whatever. You like, just start like, it's like people are just like all over the place. Um, but it's so much fun uh, being at those shows. Um, I know you said you had a great experience doing those. Do you have any, yeah. uh, I guess, any stories of just like hanging out at these shows that you want to talk about? There, it's, it's, uh, I mainly kick it with uh, Jordan Oliver, Cole Radrick. Um, I'm trying to think, man. Like, uh, well, the, the center stage, that, that was really cool. That was, so that was my first GCW weekend. I had called the show the night before with Dave Frazak up in uh, Charlotte, the first time. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the first time there in Charlotte. Um, but I'm in awe of this man. Um, I don't know what I'm doing like here with Dave Frazak. So that was not my best commentary night. Uh, I know that like looking back on it, I, I should have, uh, you know, I should have been in there more with him. Be- but again, it's, I'm, I'm at the show. Like it's that weird thing where you're like, you're kind of walking up to, you know, to take a swing at the pitch and you're looking around going, Oh, Oh snap. Like I'm here. So, uh, that show, the center stage show was, that was where I feel like I arrived for GCW. Prazak liked my commentary that night. What was cool about that show was we actually accidentally, uh, got the, got Dusty Rhodes old office, uh, as a locker room, like behind center stage, there's all these old rooms, right? There's just, you know, offices and whatnot. So, Everybody kind of had theirs picked out. So me, Brett, uh, Campbell was with us. Uh, us three for sure. I want to say uh, Cole may have been. I think Cole was with us too. The four of us kind of just took this room and we're chilling. And uh, I don't know how, you know, there for a little bit. And and sure enough, uh, uh, Brett Lauderdale kind of comes in very, like, serious-like. So I'm thinking already, like, oh, the new guy. <laughs> I messed up. I messed up. I did something bad. He comes in all serious and he looks at all four of us and he goes, did you guys know this is Dusty Rhodes' old office? And we went, no. And he's like, well, it is. And he just walked out. <laughs> he just walked out. 
so we all look at each other and we look at Cole, who, you know, Cole's the only GCW regular. It's like, do we have to move? And Cole's like, no, we're fine. Like, but that was that, like me and Brett and Campbell all were like, he's going to tell us we can't, we can't be in here. But uh, we definitely got to kick it in Dusty's old office. I mean, we've went out like, you know, uh, done, you know, partook in some things that may not be legal in every state that happened uh, a few times this weekend as well. Um, uh, it's just, man, it's not so much craziness as much as it is just kind of that, like, that brotherhood or whatever, you know, you want to call it that familyhood, uh, like Emil, Emil's, Emil's oh, yeah. one that he, he always hooks me up and helps me out. And, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. Emil's the man for sure. And he, he actually does the, in, the intro for this show now. It's, uh, it's, oh, his, does he? it's his voiceover. Yeah. yeah. You got it. You got to see the, uh, I edited, I edited the little video that goes on top of it and it's his, it's his introduction for us. Um, that, yeah. Love that. It's wild to me. Yeah. Um, I used to watch him do CZW and now he's like piping me up, dude. It's weird. Yeah, dude, I see those tweets too. When you, he'll 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 talk about you and stuff. Yeah, I love it, man. I uh, and by the way, like that whole family atmosphere extends from like the wrestlers to the fans too. Cause yeah, e- yeah. Even at even at center stage, it was one of the funniest things to me because as I was leaving the show, you know how that parking deck? It's like it's like this narrow little parking deck, but it goes like down and so it's down, like, yeah. it's connected, you know, to the building and. <clears throat> it's kind of hard to navigate in there or try to like, you can bump into other cars or and stuff. It's kind of tight in there. And after the show is over, Nick Gage, Jordan Oliver, Cole Radrick, like the majority of the GCW roster, half of them are just like hanging out, doing their thing, you know, in the parking lot, half of them are directing traffic. Half of them are high-fiving the fans on the way out. And it's just <laughs> like, I, I don't know if like Brett told them, Hey, make sure the fans have a good experience on the way out. Or they were just like, like I could just see Nick Gage in the back being like, "Let's make sure these motherfuckers get home safe." You know, it's like, you know, dude. Uh, <laughs> he uh, like I got a quick. I can tell you a quick Gage story from this weekend. Uh, two quick ones actually. The um, when I got there Saturday to Huntsville, uh, Gage remembers me now. I we actually uh, he rode with us from Charlotte to Atlanta on that center stage trip, uh, and we took we took Nick Gage to Sonic for the first time. He had never heard of Sonic. You're not, what? Oh boy. yeah, they're, oh boy. They're not very big up north. There's not many wow. of them. So I'm a fan, know, by the way. Like, I like Sonic. So yes. Oh, big yeah. same. So we whip we yeah. whip into Sonic. There's not a lot open. You know, it's eleven or midnight. They're getting ready to close. And Gage, he looks at my wife and he goes, What kind of food they got here? And Haley's like, kinda everything. Like they got a pretty good menu. And Gage goes, They got ice cream? <laughs> She's like, Yeah. And he's like, They got Reese's ice cream? We're like, Yeah. He's like, I want one of those a whipped cream. So we got we got Nick Gage like a sonic blast, and then uh, the the machines were down. We couldn't pay with cards, so we we gave him I think like a twenty, and I think it was like you know, it's like I, I forget how she was going to give him a little bit of tip, but like a couple bucks back, and you know it takes a couple minutes. And Gage is eating this big ass ice cream, and he looks at Haley and he goes, "They bring you your change yet?" She goes, "No, not yet." She's like eating her food. He goes, "You want me to go get it?" <laughs> <laughs> and we're like. No, Gage, we'll give him a minute. Um, but then the same thing, this this Huntsville trip, he goes, hey, man, let me ask you something real quick. I was like, sure. He said, what's up with that rocket? Like, if you've never been to Huntsville, there's a there's a big-ass rocket you drive by. Like, it's this rocket city, NASA, all that. And I go, yeah, Gage, like, it's, you know, it's a shoot rocket. Like, that thing is real. And he's like, can I walk right up to it and touch it? I was like, bro, I think you can walk through it. And he gets all serious. He's like, man, I hope I have time to do that tomorrow. <laughs> it was just like, 
what if this is so sick, dude? And then he just told me Jay Briscoe stories for like 15 minutes. Like, he is, you're right though. Like, that's the GCW like energy that they want. They want the fans going home every night. Like, that was the sickest show I've ever been to. I can't miss, like, anytime GCW's close, I got to go. Um, and, and, and that's felt literally all through the back. Like, we talked during the show and the crowd's reacting to stuff, and it's just like, we got them, brother, having a good time. Like, this is this is what it's about. If I if I don't write about anything else from this interview, I'm gonna write the headline: Nick Gage did not have Sonic until 2023. That's the first time yeah. he had Sonic. Uh, tw- 2022 to make. Just okay, it was that good. Okay, so it was the Atlanta show. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it okay. was the Atlanta show, but that's technically Pat, 2022. Okay. He, he was like Sonic, and we're like, oh my god, we get to introduce Nick Gage to Sonic, dude. <laughs> Nick Gage orders. Reese's yeah, Reese's blast at Sonic <laughs> threatens to retrieve change. Yeah, yeah. you want me to get that? Want me to get your money back? And she's just like, not yet. Did you imagine back. Nick Gage just like walking in there, like, "Where's my chain?" Oh, well, I, I, well, and I was so with us too. So it was going to be Nick Gage and Brett Eisen both like, "Give us that money," and they'd be like, "Do you want the register too?" Like. <laughs> Oh my god, the most intimidating two people ever, Brett Ison and Nick Gage walking up to you. Oh uh, man. I'm an, Shout out I'm to that real. match, by the way. That happened in SUP. But for the most Yeah, time, bro, for real. I knocked I knocked Nick Gage that day. I, I gave him some knocks as the way I I, I was wearing a a Brett Ison t shirt and knocked Nick Gage on the way into the ring as he was about to fight him. So great match. I, gonna, great, great moment. Yes. I'm gonna move away from, from wrestling right quickly. Okay. Let's go. Uh, give me your honest thoughts. Do not lie to me, Mose. We're friends. W- okay. Where are the Los Angeles Lakers finishing this season? Uh, they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, they're not going to go deep in the playoffs, <laughs> I don't think. Unless Anthony Davis – I don't trust Anthony Davis to be healthy anymore. I didn't no really trust does. it coming no. into this year. Dude, I've been watching but... a lot of basketball lately because I've been gambling on it a lot. That Bryant Same. dude is is legit. Bryant is <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been playing really well. Yeah, um, he's not that Bryant, but he he'll do. Well, no, but <laughs> you no, no. Of course, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's big big shoes yeah. to fill. Having that name on the Lakers, I get that. But yeah, um, but no, like he, I do. I I take his over pretty often on on the stuff that I'm on, and like that dude actually has some really good games. You know, I you know. I'm just throwing it out there. Like I, I actually can get into the basketball talk just a little bit now. I've been, I've been, I, dude, I bought league. I've been, I've been gambling so much on basketball that I you bought league pass. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Why, league pass is a terrible operation. Don't give your money to them. It never dude. works. No, it works great on my on both of my devices on both my TVs. I got I got the dual screen going with with both the games. Got my got all my. <laughs> anyways, we're, we're continuing with your Lakers. Sorry, I, I, I needed to jump in there to. <laughs> No, man. Uh, if Anthony Davis could be healthy at all, I would say they could make a, a little bit of a run. Um, but I'm going to say they make it to the playoffs, and, and that's as far as I'll go. I actually get to go. So my wife got us tickets. I'm going to get to go see the Lakers play the Grizz um, at oh. the end of February. Yeah, next month, which is really sick. But the one thing that's kind of like kind of a bummer is he's probably going to break Kareem's record like, a week, you know, like it's yeah. gonna be that close, like a yeah. week or two before I get to see them. So now I'm worried, like I'm gonna go, all the, I'm gonna go all the way to Memphis, and it'll be like, like LeBron's not gonna play today. Because for those that don't keep up, like he's LeBron James, every game is like questionable. Every <laughs> single game he is questionable. Is it a back to back? If it's is a back to back, 
He's not. No, I see. I don't think it's a back to back, but he's still like. There's been times he's still sat out. If it's not so, you, you just. I'm nervous. Like I'm excited, but I'm nervous that like that's going to be the game we get there. It's going to be like ah, oh, so LeBron's going to sit out, and I'm like, well, I can see him on the bench. Hopefully, like like something. Um, but but yeah, I'm going to say playoffs. Uh, a Scott, Eric Royal, and me and him talk Lakers all the time, and Tyler Matrix. Tyler Matrix is a big Laker fan, so uh, we got some Laker love going. Um, that that Grizz win a couple nights ago was pretty tight. I got to see the last little bit of that in the car. Um, the bad news with all traveling I've been doing is like there was a stretch there. I was like, I watched kind of every Laker game, but like here lately, last couple of weeks, I'm watching more highlights than anything. And uh, they've been winning some. So maybe that's, a, I may keep that up for a minute and see if we can get a run going. They, they got the Clippers tonight. And that's obviously pretty. And pretty so that's the one team LeBron James hasn't scored 40 points on. So I'm in the whole league. So maybe, maybe tonight's the night. I got I got good news for you. Uh, the Memphis game, February twenty eighth, I believe, is the one you're going to. It's not yes, a back to back, and they actually play my Thunder the next night. So good chance he probably plays first game, sits out second game. So it feels like yeah. you get to see him. I, I hope. Oh, I hope. As a, thank uh, you. As, I need. I hope you get to. I'm see not him. a. I'm not a thoughts and prayers guy at all, but I will take all the <laughs> thoughts and prayers to get to see LeBron James play live. That's like, I think I've been watching him play since he was. God, probably a junior or whatever, because we you know we're so close to Ohio. Like I kept hearing, like, who is this kid that he's talking about? Oh, he, so yeah, he that, played. Yeah. He played against my my wife's high school team. He came what? in and just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, their their team wasn't very good. But yes, she she grew up around the area, and so she played. Uh, oh, or she didn't play, but sick. she went to the high school. They came in there when he was in high school and just you know destroyed, dropped. I'm sure like forty on him and everything. <laughs> See, that's one of those weird like. I couldn't, I don't think, I think I was like 15 or six. He's a few years older than me. So it's like, I don't think I could have just drove myself to go play, watch him play in high school. But that's one that like, I wish that it annoyed one of my parents more to take me. Cause that's like, I mean, I've kept up with that guy literally through it all. Like I'm such a big LeBron James fan. He's one that like, I know, I know he's, I know he's hated. I get it. It's cool. I hate, I hate players. Y'all like too. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> But uh, he's just he, – he helps the community a lot. He's not really been in drama. Like, he's just a good dude, it seems, and uh, and just love watching him play basketball. So, yeah, hopefully that works. Uh, that's a that's a bucket list thing to see him live. So we'll see. And, hey, I'm not going to lie. Like, seeing John Morant live be pretty tight too, bro. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And, I mean, the Grizz yeah. are good this year. They're Oh, they're yeah, good. yeah. I mean, that's – I hear it a lot, bro, where I'm at, like – I wear my Laker, I wear my Waker stuff sometime now, and I get kind of like the looks I get when I wear Notre Dame stuff around these parts. It's like you're not you're not rooting UT or Bama. What is this? <laughs> I uh, I'm going to be actually go to a Hawks game on February 9th at night. Okay, so, you, Steven Jensen. Yeah. there well, we go. I, I was offered. Look at this. I, so I, I, my brother, I'm very lucky. My brother trains a guy in his gym that like he's like his personal trainer for this dude, and he this guy has like a really good, well, he, his dad is like, I guess pretty high up in the organization. He just gives my brother tickets like whenever he wants to go to games and I never really take him up on it. And now I've like gotten really into it and I'm like, okay, yeah. So tell me when we can go to games. And I almost went the other night. I passed it up. Uh, the Charlotte was in town and I, I, the only reason I didn't go is because, so I, I've, I've, I now have two favorite players in the NBA. Oh, okay. Okay. I look and this is, you got to keep in mind, I have not watched since like Kevin Garnett was playing. You know what I mean? Like I, I was like completely out for all, 
pretty much since the early 2000s. So it's been like 20 years. Um, okay. The only reason I didn't watch, I didn't go to the Charlotte game because one of my two favorites, LaMelo Ball, is injured. Nice. And I couldn't go. That kid, I love watching that kid play basketball. Like, that's, he's just fun. For whatever reason, I've become a LaMelo fan. I have one of his little Funko Pops just got in the mail. I'm thinking about getting his slime shoes. I'm all in on LaMelo Ball. Also, (laughs) the other guy, I think the best player in the whole league is Joel Embiid. That dude, I can't believe. I can't believe a guy his size can just pull up with threes like that. He shoots from all over the court and he's bigger than everybody. He's a little slow, like in comparison, but like no one can stop him. It's just fascinating. Yeah. And James Harden, the way it's funny because James Harden can take over if he needs to, but most of the game, he just gives the ball to the whole team, just giving the ball to him beat all game. And he just, and he just putting up points and rebounds and points and rebounds all game. So I have, I have two favorite players, Lavella ball and Joel Embiid for those of you out there keeping track of my basketball fandom as it, as it grows here. So. I can't wait to see this list grow. Yes. What a tag. I like LeBron too a lot too. Like when LeBron goes off, like it's it's really impressive to watch him put up like 50 points on a team. It's insane. So I'm, you strike I'm, me as you strike me as a Luka guy. I can't I gotta be honest. I do like Luka Doncic as well. I, I he's he the thing with him that's so impressive is he doesn't look athletic. He just he looks like kind of like this pudgy dude, right? And he just goes out <laughs> there and just his he just shoots better than everybody. I think he's probably got the best shot in, in, in the whole league. Some of those guys are, I mean, but I'm I'm starting to realize like Joker and and all these dudes, like in like how some of these elite, crazy, athletic dudes that the game's changed a lot since I watched it. It's a lot less physical, but like they're a lot better shooters. Um, I wish there wasn't as many foul calls, but it's, um, yeah, anyway, yeah, I've I've, I've made this into an NBA podcast. Oh, I'm uh, so excited for Jensen's NBA journey. It's so, it's so great. Uh, Mo's yeah. last one. We'll, we'll get you out of here. Okay. Uh, okay. we've you've, I feel like every time we talk, you've been in a different setting. So, yes, coolest thing in your room. Oh man, coolest thing in this room. Oh, actually, I'd say the coolest thing right now. Um, I got a chainsaw Charlie Elite over here. Oh, uh, nice. I saw that yeah. on, posted online the other day. Yeah, I got that uh, through eBay. I got a good price on it. Like, really wanted it that might be the coolest thing in here i also have i think it's in here yeah it's over there behind me i've got i'm i'm working on it it's not done yet otherwise i'd show it off i've got the delorean the back to the future lego uh delorean i'm like my wife got me that for christmas those two are pretty sick i'm not gonna lie i I, uh i I had to wait my stickers i bought she got me this delorean no stickers in the box lego so oh uh yeah i got to a point where it's like it needs stickers, but if I keep building, I'm going to have to decon. So uh, stickers came in while I was in Bama, and I can finally finish this sick DeLorean and post a picture, hopefully uh, this weekend. Nice, nice. Yeah, the last thing that I have is you just kind of, uh, if you want to elaborate just a little bit on Haley, your wife, man, like she's, she's like right there with nope. you for so much of this, dude. Like I, I've always seen her either at the shows with you or tweeting about the shows or retweeting stuff about the shows. Um. I mean, what's it like having a wife that's like just ultra supportive like that? It's, uh, oh man, I don't, it's, it's, it makes everything better, uh, because we do get to, we get to experience this all together. Like she's not a, she's not a big wrestling fan. She, she likes, she kind of, she likes death matches. Uh, she likes kind of flippy boy stuff. Uh, She's a big, she likes watching, you know, Jordan and Nick, the East West. She, she, so she, she really goes more for the people. Like 
she likes hanging out with um you know with billy stark's mom with kick-ass becky uh, she's made a couple friends so that's really cool for her uh it's awesome because it is man like she runs door for us at kovk shows i trust her uh with anything um she dry like you know, the nights like Friday, right? I call a, a big a big show with Dylan for action. I'm exhausted. Like, she drives the three hours uh, to Bama, to the B&B. Like, we both traveled a lot growing up. We both were in cars a lot growing up, whether it be family vacations, whatever. So we both are like, we just like being on the road. That was another thing that we kind of bonded over when we first started dating. It was like, we'll just go to Atlanta, you know, for a Braves game, or we'll just we'll go to this weird museum in the Midwest or I don't know, like we just, we like to travel. So uh, having her, it's, I, I couldn't do it without her. Like I, I said it before, I wouldn't be here uh, on this planet probably without, without her and Brett Ison in, uh, in my corner. Um, she goes for the food too. That's the thing about Haley. The thing about Haley is she's going to find the best food wherever we are, like guaranteed any hey anybody listening if you need food like if you're on traveling you want to know where to eat holler at her uh she found like this really awesome soul food place this weekend uh she goes with me to action she goes to action shows to eat at this asian fusion place next door that's delicious like Haley's the goat Haley, I, I just i can't i could i could do another hour just on uh she she supports my figgies like there'll be times she'll just I'll get in the car and she'll be like, I went to Target while you were doing commentary or whatever and like found this. So, uh, yeah, man, she's uh, to quote Mouse, to quote Robert Starks Bellamy, I suck. Haley's the goat. And uh, he's right. <laughs> I, I remember last time we, we talked to you, you were you were in the car and you're like, oh, yeah, she just went to Target and got this figure and got this figure as someone who I, loves love. I, I love your your love for your wife. That is that is fantastic to me. I, I couldn't do it without her, man. Like I really, I don't think, I think, man, maybe, maybe like one or two trips total in all these years uh, has she not been with me. Like when I went to Jersey for settlement series this last time, um, she couldn't go because she had to help, uh, she had to help house sit uh, for folks. So um, I mean, she's always there. Uh, like you said, supportive as it gets uh quiet but uh but she's got some zingers she loves to make fun of adam priest her and adam priest to quote when, dude when adam priest sees me now he goes where's my friend at like he ain't even worried about me he wants to talk to Haley. so uh yeah, yeah shout out Haley. I, I can't wait for her to find out we talked about her this much she's gonna be like why <laughs> all right i i have one more i gotta do it because we talked about Hit it me. when is cody rhodes kob cody coming to the promotion uh uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta talk to my, uh, my connects at the nightmare factory, but if I can do, I will call the show KOB Cody. If we yes. can get him, don't you worry. Don't you oh, worry. Yeah. That is, that is a complete <laughs> Jensen came up with that. I'm not taking credit for that. Yeah, I did. I did go with KOB Cody. All I fair. Did. We did. were, we were joking around about it. Gold. So I was, was going to have to, uh, sneak that one in there. Bose, thank you. As hey, always hey you know, this. You know, man, I've been doing a little bit of commentary work with CDW, Nightmare Factory. Oh, if, know, if Cody shows up, Jensen has got to be there. This is like the, the biggest thing in the world, if Jensen calling a Cody match. Are you kidding me? Yes. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Mose, let everybody know where they can find you at. Uh, please follow me on Twitter at Mose KOBK. Follow at KOBK Fed for all kobk llc news show news we're going to be dropping some matches and 
some some whatnot for this year. Uh, we'll be crowning a new champion. The killer weight champion will be crowned the end of this year. So please, please, uh, KOBK fed, most KOBK for all your KOBK news. Guys, go watch uh, KOBK sold out too. It's on IWTV. Please. Use use the code Fight Talk uh, if you're signing up for IWTV. Get, I, Mo said it. I've said it. It's like an hour and 16 minutes. Matches are yep. very fun. If you just like good, digestible, just kind of out of the box wrestling, it's a fantastic yep. show. And again, you don't have to sit there for three hours and just invest your entire day in it. Go check it out. Go support. We appreciate that uh, when Mose is always on here with us. Please. And uh, guys, thank you. Thank you for watching. We'll be right back here on the spotlight.